Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash, but the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings, and welcome back to another episode of Space Trash. Lifestyles of the rich in Uranus, and I'm Sarah Armour. And I'm Molly Malshine. We've got kind of a random, weird, cobbled together episode for you guys today, but I think it's going to work. It always does. It's just like an improv show. You get the get, and then by the end, it'll come together in miraculous ways. It'll herald. If it's going to do anything, it's going to herald. It's going to herald, and I cannot wait to see how it plays out scene by scene. Mm -hmm. So tonight we're talking about Alexis Nyers because I have a little TikTok that's going slightly viral and I need to clear the air about some things regarding her. We've also got a little bit of a Khloe Kardashian update. And somehow we got on the topic of Strictly Come Dancing and Red Table Talk and the Venn diagram of those two things. So you're going to enjoy, I think you're going to enjoy it, listening to that stuff. We really hope you enjoy it. I decided to make a TikTok this week about Alexis Nyers, and it's doing much bigger numbers than I expected it to. And cool. Yeah, there are some, there are some queries in the comments. Yeah. And I okay. mean, that not, not as a gay slur. It's, That's what I was, like, I was actually trying not to say something about that. Cause I was like, yeah, just try to try to go big. Don't even go there. <laughs> Who the fuck cares? Go, I, did you see me holding back? Did you see me looking not at you and holding back? I was like, queries queries with one e q u e r i e s like questions not like not like i for the queasies yeah not like i invented a new slur (laughs) i would never do that i don't even know all the old ones yet because i'm such a good person so actually so chill yeah so okay there are a lot of questions in the comments Basically what happened was so crazy. Alexis went on a dear media podcast and she said, actually I'll play the audio because you know what? Yeah, Are we allowed? Yeah. They're not going to sue us. We're not really allowed, but they're not going to sue us. If here's what I've always felt like if they sue us, we've made it. Yeah. But we'll also run out of money. All right. Well, I mean, we'll run, I'll run out of Nick's money. More importantly, that's the worst part. That's okay. We're, we have healer currency. That's what Jessica told me. Spirit baby lady. Okay, here is what it's it's a podcast actually of a girl who I think I met in my galore days. Her name is Eileen. Um, she has a podcast now with Dear Media. She had Alexis on to talk about this new Bling Ring documentary. So here's the clip of the Bling Ring. I should have never been the star of it because I was only at one robbery. The Bling Ring was Nick Prugo and Rachel Lee. They had been robbing houses long before I ever met Nick Prugo. This is the like media spin that so many people aren't privy to that I became the face of this massive scandal because I was young, sexually attractive, female, and my motivation was... She's like... 
<laughs> and then she goes. Oh my on god, to- I'm lol. Wait, wait, wait. It's like that's yes. so funny. Like, congratulations. We know, and I'm glad you're reiterating. You are a star. You are a star. You right. Are like, star. yes, you are. You were the reason. You are a star. You, you are, are- that cool. you were that wild. You were not the bling ring, but you were the most popular and they wanted to put you in front because you're the best. Yes, and yes, yes. We yes, because you it's OK because you're a young hottie and that's great. And you that's, capitalized that's on is. it. Yes. You capitalized on it. You made it work and you are still talking about it 10 years later. And I she's think like, it really actually made your life the way that you all prayed it would. And you should really appreciate this moment. Yeah. And she's like, Nick Frugo and Rachel Lee were the main people. And it's like, yeah, but they're not doing Vanity Fair profiles. And so you didn't like, did you watch the doc? No, I didn't watch the doc. Okay. So the really interesting thing about the doc is that it's basically told by the point of view of two narrators, one being Alexis, one being Nick. Mm -hmm. And they have the exact same story, the exact same time. And then the third act twist is that the story starts to completely contradict each other and they both come through they both diverge into very different characters with very different motives so the interesting thing is that alexis is brag complaining humble bragging i guess it's a thing already not brag complaining it has no ring to it but (laughs) he's brag complaining but no she's going like i had like they 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 hired emma watson as me and then what's interesting is the Nick's point of view is like, I didn't like the casting. Nobody gave me credit for being the actual like Hollywood burglar. Like he's also upset at her level of attention, right? So yeah. she's going, I'm a victim for this Vanity Fair profile, etc." And he's going, I was the fucking burglar. <laughs> and so it's all the same story, even that it was when it was then, which is like, he and Rachel Lee, Rachel Lee is actually the real story. And yeah. I tried to find her birth time for quite some time this morning, but she really actually was the ringleader. Well, and I want to just get into already on TV. Yeah, exactly. Alexis wanted to be a star. She is a star now mission accomplished. And right. she's got this robbery part and parcel of her stardom. And that's fine. That's completely fine. You really had your cake and ate it, girl. Like you stole something from Legolas and you continue to be famous. You Ooh, got literally Legolas. You got D canceled because you're that hot and you're right. that magnetic and charismatic we love you we We love love you you. you're enough yes this is not something to complain about this is where she loses me she loses me the fact that she's complaining because i'm like girl no one is entitled to fame no one is entitled to mass adoration and love you're famous not only because you're magnetic and beautiful but also because you were really savvy with the way that you leveraged this crime that you committed imagine if oj simpson became an influencer this is basically i mean you know it's like you're famous for committing a crime she's probably the first person not to say her crime was anywhere near thinking that's a great thing i'm trying to think though i feel like there are some questionable assailants that have made comebacks who who else committed a crime was charged with it went to jail and came back and had a, a bigger more successful media career than they did before michael cohen who's that the trump uh the ex-trump lawyer no he's not famous he's not hot okay i disagree on both so we'll get back <laughs> to that. 
but what I'm saying is Alexis is living the American dream and I don't know why (laughs) she's so sulky about it. She's exactly right. That's exactly right. You did it girl. You did it. And then, so I made, she got, this is like such a weird thing. Cause it's like, it's not like, it's like sort of Kardashian esque though, where it's like, this actually ended up being one big commercial for the secret, which is the law of attraction, which works, which is like, they got exactly what they asked for from the point of view of where they were asking for it, which was that a, they were desperate. Alexis was a bubbling drug, a bubbling drug addict. Mm-hmm. They said yes to fame. The fact that the first episode of Pretty Wild just so happens to correspond with the, the day robbery that went to court for the robbery. The, the day, that the the day she got came, arrested. Yeah, it is like. I mean, it's just, it's pretty wild. It's, it's pretty wild. (laughs) I actually think this show looking back is more, and it's funny, they have these two producers on the show that like remind us, like, it's literally like us in like, you know, 60, early 60 something women that are like, yeah, we actually ruined people's lives. Ha 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 ha. We're these big TV producers. And we worked with them to figure out what the like. Didn't ruin their lives. They didn't make her rob that house. Well, right. And, and, but they're just, you're going to, you should watch because the two producer characters, I just feel like they're like, yeah, they're like the, like on the porch version of us in like 30 years. It's like, well, we accidentally turned these guard this garbage into gold you know but anyway okay like now i want to go through i want to go through one of the i want to go through some of the comments oh my um, god that you got on the video Wait, explain the video yeah. for anyone that didn't watch and let's let's put a link in it go go watch it and share it and post it well it's fine i mean okay here's the vi- here's the rest of the video the bling ring. this is me now because i was only at one robbery i should have never been the star because i was only at one robbery I should have never been the star because I only did an e-reality series about one robbery. Ah! I should have never been the star because I only did a Vanity Fair profile about Ah! one robbery. Ah! I should have never been the star because I only sold my life rights to Sofia Coppola for six figures about one robbery. Ah! I should have never been the star because I only started a podcast 10 years later to capitalize on my involvement with one robbery. Now, this is like a that I, a young, sexually attractive female, am considered the star of that one robbery. <laughs> it's because of the media. So, <laughs> oh my God, Molly. No, you're actually a savant. Like that, even just hearing the audio of it, first of all, your impression's so funny. LOL. Thank you. It very, it's not very as good, good as Emma Watson's. Hers was she amazing. Didn't even like hers, and she didn't even like hers. I know. She was like, Emma was the star, and he was like, I didn't like my casting. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen. So listen, I made that video because of two reasons. First of all, it's really just disingenuous and delusional to think that you get to pick what you're famous for. Like you want to Ugh. be fame. You want to be famous. You you're lucky you're famous. You don't get to say, but not for that. You know. Well, it's funny because if you actually think about it from a manifestation point of view, the prayer that they did as a family every morning, hand in hand in their desperation to become stars, rich stars, they would pray like, like we pray for massive success in the entertainment industry. And And they got it. And they got it. But it's like, that's why you want to be open, but you want to be as specific as possible when you're putting the order into the universe, because actually they got exactly they got an exact reflection of exactly what was going on at the time. And all they're actually saying now in the 
press that Alexis is. I don't hate Alexis. I actually think she's in a weird position. You know, how do you, same as the male predators, how do you show up in public again after you've done something just so clinically fucked up? Right. And I will say normally she has a sense of humor about it. She's usually able to laugh at herself. And this is just one clip. So I'm sure it doesn't represent the totality of everything that she feels about the situation. But she does have star power. She is as good as she thinks she is. She is. She literally is. Mm -hmm. And she I mean, they were in legacy high class vehicles, a Sofia Coppola film and a Vanity Fair profile. Yeah, it's about as cool as it gets. It's as good as it it gets. Best case scenario. Best case. Maybe a New Yorker piece making you some heroin would be like a nice cherry on top. But otherwise, nailed it. Right. An Oprah interview, maybe. Yeah. Right. But so the second reason, though, why I was compelled to make this video and why this particular Alexis clip really pissed me off is because (laughs) she blames the media. She says it's because of the spin in the media that it goes on behind closed doors or whatever. This girl has courted more media. (laughs) I mean, she's the media. She has a podcast. She has a highly successful podcast. She has a highly followed Instagram and TikTok account. What does she think media is? She's the media. She's annoyed that some people are saying things that differ from her party line and what she wants people to think about her. Them's the breaks. That's not the media. That's just everyone not worshiping you. And you don't get to choose what the media says about you once you put yourself into it. Mm -hmm. You know, like people are going to get mad at you and they're going to get annoyed and they're going to say shit about you. Like I'm saying shit about her right now. And like I said, (laughs) I think she has a good enough sense of humor to get it. You're welcome. You're yeah. well, you won. We're talking about it. Yes, you're successful. And then I need to also just say one thing uh, as a fact check. Yes, she did get paid for the movie. She got paid. Oh, she no. I, that, yeah, I was going to ask. Right, right, right. She, so she her, wasn't just like, are you kidding me? She no, was she, like, yes, you can have my story and cast Emma Watson. She and her mom were producer, were consultants on the film and got paid for their life rights. I don't know how much they got paid. I said six figures in the TikTok because I think that's what I heard on the Lay Do You Remember This podcast. That is Mm -hmm. a podcast that has a really great deep dive and kind of a really um, in-depth look at Alexis's personality and like just based on what we've all seen. And it mentions that they got paid their right, their life rights. Uh, they got money for that, which is great for them. And then they didn't like the movie that came out. And it's just, it's just delusional to me. The thing that's so delusional to me is you're getting a movie made about your life by Sofia Coppola, and she's paying you for the right to do whatever she wants with your life. That's what life rights are. You don't then get final edit of it. This isn't a press release. This is an artistic endeavor. You're allowed to not like it, but I mean, come on. You got the money. You're even more famous than before. You got played by one of the most beautiful actresses in Hollywood because you are a beautiful, charismatic person. What's the media? The media has only helped you. You should have no qualms with the media. You can blame your parents. You can blame the people around you. You can blame whatever trauma is in your life. And then my heart goes out to you that you have had a rough life and dealt with your demons. But the media, what are you talking about? You want to guess her big three? Don't think, just feel through. I know. Well, you know how I am. I have to remember what the signs are before I can guess. (laughs) I mean, we should make a signs version of your emoji video. Round two, baby. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, that would be cute. Mm -hmm. I think she might have some Scorpio in there because she is a little ass backwards a lot of the time. (laughs) Like, 
you know what I mean? She, she, she's one of those Scorpios who I say Scorpios, they have a, the Sims diamond above their head that shows what their feelings are. And they don't know that. And they think they're really slick. They think they're real slick, but they are the easiest to read people in the world. And it's hilarious. He got they're very, yeah. They're, they're what? That was my Sims impression. I would remember they would always say, Egon's Walia. <laughs> and I'd be like, I know what they mean. Egon's Walia. Yeah, yeah. It. It's evocative. But yeah. I've used it quite a bit. I've used it quite a bit over the years. Stuck she's, with me. She's definitely got some Scorpio in there because she is ass backwards with her feelings <laughs> and emotions. She's definitely got. and But even though she does the work, she does do a lot of spiritual work, which is great. Really, really great. Really proud of you, Alexis. She's got to have some Leo in there because of just the sheer entitlement for adulation that she feels. Got to have some Leo. And what could the third be? Yo no sé. She's so introspective in a sort of navel gazing way. (laughs) And I, I don't know what sign that is and alexis i hope you're not listening to this podcast because i'm not this is not meant for you it's meant for it's meant for the fans um she's gonna love and be upset about whatever is said about her forever no matter what exactly that's it so you're welcome alexis we're tangling with you and i'm a fan i listen to her podcast i do totally Love her. She's lover. I think she's got to have some Gemini in there or Pisces. No, not Pisces, Gemini, because she is. Yes, yeah, she's she's full of duality. I'm the victim, but I'm admitting that I robbed a house, but it wasn't my fault that I robbed the house. I'm like this. I'm that she's had some really she's had some really interesting love life drama in the last few months. Indeed, she has a pioneer in the open relationship marriage conversation the 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 pioneer in the open relationship to divorce pipeline which i mean (laughs) is one of my favorite pipelines is she divorced yet though no right yeah they're getting a divorce oh okay damn yeah right yeah actually she just right she walked the oregon trail yeah and it's just funny because the people who go go poly and talk about it online and try to become kind of like poly influencers Mm -hmm. they're always very I'm, i'm I have so I have like so a whole folder of save shit where I'm like, I don't have anyone to share this with, but like I could really be funny about I, I've been saving poly couples trying to go viral, like in a folder. Think like yes. that's such a funny specific, but I'm with you. Yes. Don't yes, send them to yes. me on TikTok. Do not send me them because I do not. Are you littered with them? I don't want it on my algorithm. Somehow it's my all over my algorithm. I don't know why. I don't want that on my algorithm. My algorithm will not rest until I get an adult autism diagnosis. That's its real passion right now. My, my algorithm, it's like, oh, these are the signs that you're an adult female autistic. And I get six a day of that. So that's what I'm coping with. And I can't have, I can't have polycules on top of that. I just Mine's can't. all polycules. That's so funny. But can I give you a I was gonna say oh, yeah, the people that are so adamant that being poly is the superior lifestyle and then they get a divorce. I don't know. I I it's Schadenfreude. I just like it. It's a fun twist mm-hmm. every time. And mm-hmm. I'm happy for people that are poly and it works for them. But it's also, I mean, it's it's not for everyone. Everyone doesn't have to be poly. Tell me, what are her big three? Okay, so I want to say I was in nervous. layman's terms. Well, I was I'm gonna share the screen with you too. I was nervous for you for a second. You said Scorpio. I just love also that we get like the hidden bias of like what Molly really thinks of the signs as she's describing someone she hates. But mm. it's like she's just like Scorpio. So <laughs> <laughs> like okay, okay. But um, it's so funny. 
you nailed it in the end. You you came through with Gemini. You guessed Scorpio and what was it? Leo because of her vanity. Because she feels entitled to fame. Okay. And then Gemini. Okay. So what is Alexis? 28 degree Gemini sun. <gasps> Gotta be. Gotta That's be. Really the only reason I didn't say Gemini first is because it was too easy. <laughs> and I was like, surely not. No, quintessential. Yeah. Perfect. I- exactly Gemini. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It's even the same as Chloe, where it's like your two versions of your narrative that you're presenting are actually both now characters in the larger show that's going on that you don't even know is it's like if you really didn't know that the Hunger Games was was going on and you were just like, I can't believe life is this. And Gemini is also I mean, I think whenever we're in any relationship, in a sense, at some level, you're searching for your double, you're searching for your twin flame. A thousand percent. You're looking for the, the community and the people that feel like family that you can like actually talk to and relate to and mm-hmm. understand with and from. And like you, you respect each other enough. There's a duality in like, like reflecting each other and growing together because there's like a, there's a, fa- the familial sort of accessibility to each other that makes learning possible. Right. So what's her moon and rising? Sorry, I didn't edible. You can cut that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with anything. <laughs> My bad. My bad. My bad. Um, so, okay. Her moon. You can't skip the Libra new moon. You will guess she is a Libra moon. And we have been talking about the crazy wild inner world of the Libra moons. Yeah. Weeks now. She's a Libra moon, which Libras- actually makes perfect sense. She's caught between these like two worlds trying to just like be pretty and be like received and be accepted and like, you know, kind of get that attention of a diplomat. But then actually inside, because there's not balance, there's an intense emotional conflict with oneself. And she's a bit of a, you know, I always say with a maladjusted Libra, they can equivocate with the best of them. Like a maladjusted oh Libra is very, very good at- Equivocate is a nice way to put it. Yeah, like proving to themselves that anything is justified. Oh Whereas my God, exactly. you're like, oh, I only robbed one house. What an insane right. statement. What an insane, st- I only committed one crime. It's like, no, you've robbed a house. That's it. That was wrong. And she knows it was wrong and she admits it was wrong. But to be like, I shouldn't be associated with this. I only robbed one house. But then to go as far as to be like, because I was so popular, like to say it like it's a because I was so popular. I'm so hot that it actually doubled back on me. And now I'm the victim. They made me the lead. They cast they based the star power of the show after me and my star power. And it's true. They used that- me for my star power. Alexis, that's what that was. That was your only shot. That was that what was- you were doing here. But you know, it's interesting. She's having her Saturn return. Her Saturn's in Aquarius. So she's actually now feeling the feeling the uh, the the harvest that she has created over the last 30 years of her life, where she's created these like storylines and tried to like, even if you listen to a story from a compassionate lens and it's like, okay, so you were sexually abused for your entire childhood and then your parents divorced and your mother really 
acted in narcissistic ways that put you and your sister's love in jeopardy if you didn't perform for her, et cetera, et cetera. Like she actually does have, there is truth to what she's saying where it's like, she is a Libra. When I see people with Libra moons, I'm like, oh, there was some kind of like a home, a home thing, whether you were trying to like be the one that was like making it all okay while your parents were going through a divorce or trying to be the, you're trying to do something from a familial moon your your lunar your inner nature is trying to just like you know kind balance. of balance balance and people please and make it feel a little bit lighter and so that we can just all be together we don't want to break up we want to be together we want to go to scorpio together we right don't want- we want to be a polycule instead of having to get a divorce it's so much easier to just make it okay yeah 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 that makes me feel for her for sure i also want to say that her statement that because of her being young and beautiful and female is why she was the most famous one. That is also true. And I did actually an entire podcast episode when, when this was diva behavior with Ilana Kaplan about that phenomenon. And it's true. Like, and that's because we love looking at beautiful people. Women are more interesting than men. They're more multifaceted mm. and layered. I will talk Set about it. Oh, like, why, it. Why do we talk about women most of the time on this podcast? Because women have a much more rich interior interior life. I'm sorry. Right. Like it's we just, contain multitudes. And yes, that's a stereotype. And obviously, there's a lot of men who have interior rich interior Some lives. Men. And, emotional lives. Yeah. And there are a lot of really boring women out there, but in terms of like, yeah, women in the public eye, um, they are so fascinating and interesting. Well, and it's interesting too. She's one of them. Well, but you didn't watch the doc, but it's, that's such an interesting point to make because one of the other sort of themes in the documentary was they kept revisiting what it means to be like a star versus celebrity. And, you know, these people really do have it factored. These people really do. And so then there's this sort of parallel story with Alexis, who is like sort of, again, Libra moon. It's like Saturn in Aquarius, maybe her life's work actually isn't to be on. I think like she might be learning that she went part of the way the other way, which is to go like, no, I'm 11 years sober. I have a husband and girlfriends and my life is totally different now where it's like, well, but it's not because you're still here. So we're here. You yeah. might you might be different than you were before. That's cool. You're growing. But now like what would it look like to actually like leave it behind? Needs to her north node is in Capricorn. She needs to get it the fuck uh, together. Yeah, like I thought that Get it she, together. Yeah, I thought that she had fully completely moved past it. And like I said, she does have a lot of really funny TikToks where she's talking about it. And like, Mm -hmm. she's talking to someone who got canceled for something else. And the girl's like, I got canceled for such a stupid reason. Didn't you? And Alexis is like, no, I got canceled for a pretty good reason. And the girl is like, what'd you do? And she goes, I robbed Orlando Bloom's house. And like, that's hilarious. Like, so she- like, But that's where it's like, show up with a little gratitude in the documentary. You're still here, yeah. baby. And you did rob Orlando Bloom. It's badass. And like that, that little clip was self-aware, funny, realistic. She's humble. Like, not that women have to be humble, but it was like a lot of, it takes a lot of humility to be like, you know what, I deserve to get humility. People should have humility. That's, that is it. But then it's almost like she's taking it back with this. Yeah, this, and it's also, we're, we're basing this entire thing on one tiny clip, which also isn't fair. And, you know, ideally- You gotta watch the documentary because like- I'm not going to, I'm not going to. Because I've seen too too much stuff about it. I don't care. And like, hopefully one day- It's not about the story. It's about realizing that the act, for the opera, the story is about 
Alexis now is upset that she became the face of this. And Nick, who actually is the face of it, is like, it, it reinforced his issues and the, thi- the, re- the the underlying thing that was driving him too, which was that- like, Always the bridesmaid, never-, never the bride. Yeah! He's like, they wanted me to be the gay best friend. And like, I didn't want to be the gay best friend. I wanted to be like the star of the robbery. Right. He's like, <laughs> I'm not- What's his face from Mean Girls with the pink polo shirt? I'm like, Katie Heron. No, he literally was like, he said like whoever it was, like that was the wrong casting. And they were like, well, who who do you think should have played you? He's like, I'm just like, I'm trying to think like, who's the young Tom Cruise? And it's like, uh, I love that. I hope he gets famous because that's funny. He wants so, it. I was say, Alexis, if you're listening, we loved you. We love yes, you. We do still love you. We do we love, love you. you. I made the TikTok because it was a ridiculous quote. It was a ridiculous pose to strike. I shouldn't be the famous one because I only robbed one house. You robbed a house. You committed a crime. You then spent the la- the, the following 12 years pursuing fame. So sorry. You sold the rights to your life to Sofia Coppola. Yeah, you got everything you wanted you and you're, thri- you're thriving and, and you're doing great. And I only can hope that one day, Sarah, you and I are famous enough that someone is taking our quotes out of context and ripping them apart for 45 minutes on a podcast that no one right. listens to. This is what you do it for, Alexis. We're doing this yeah. because we fucking love you and we are watching and we've watched you every step of the way. And I just want to say you're right in terms of her. Mars and Venus are conjunct in Leo, conjunct her Jupiter. So okay. she actually has like the power of the performance of the divine masculine and feminine both a robber and yet a victim and that's very poetic with with jupiter so the more that she like acts it out and like gets filler the bigger it gets right i like her filler what's her rising good she looks amazing what's her rising sign couldn't find it we want to make sure that the rating like a like a restaurant has like an a review a b review like for cleanliness mm, a michelin star a birth michelin time star. yeah we need an a a uh, confirmation on the birth time so all right well on. alexis if you are listening if you are that much of an emotional masochist please send us your birth time and you know come on the pod i did interview nancy joe sales for a newsweek story a few months ago so no. who knows maybe interviewing alexis is in our future we would love to we'd be honored i also really enjoyed her interview with z-way when z-way was still doing the instagram lives it's highly worth watching yeah alexis we're not trying to be mean chloe we are trying to be mean I have three pieces of housekeeping. I just want to get out of the way real quick. Okay. 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 There are three things that have been said on the pod that I would like to, in case there's any literal listeners out there, I don't mean that you're literally listening. I mean that you're a literal person because this is technically a newscast. There were three things that were missaid. It's a a comedy newscast. Look, when they started coming out with the data of like all, all millennials get their news from John Stewart. I'm like, okay, I feel that pressure. So here's what I want to mm. say. Number one, Nick Cannon is on his ninth kid, not his 12th. I was being dramatic for um, the sake of comedy, but it's actually nine kids, not 12. That's number mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. Number two, um, last week, you guys heard Molly discuss Tristan's lovers. And instead of saying Marley <laughs> Nichols, she, she said Marley Matten, who is the most prolific deaf actor of our generation. Uh, I just thought that was one of the funniest uh, name. I just, I love thinking about like, what if Tristan, what if Tristan's other baby mama actually was the CODA actress, Marley Matlin? Right. Like, it's just like so fucking funny. 
And I never saw Coda. So, and I don't even know what she's been in. So why was that name in my head? I don't know. Hilariously. You definitely have seen her in the very least at Law and Order SVU, but like she's, if there's like, she's like the deaf Vera Farmiga. (laughs) 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 They look exactly like they're doppelgangers. Okay. Let me tell you something. You're going to shit your pants. You're going to be so shocked. Look at me. Sarah, I've never seen an episode of Law and Order SVU. <laughs> I'm <laughs> shook. I've never seen it. I've never even seen like two minutes of it. Why? I don't know. It just never came up. When's it on? It's on all day, every day. <laughs> it's actually multiple channels at this point it's syndicated it's running all i mean look that actually it does surprise me only because you're a modern woman but it it doesn't surprise me only because i do know like you do have certain while you will watch the housewives fist fight you do have certain content standards that's why like i didn't even expect that you would watch the army hammer doc i think you should yeah. watch now because i think we should interview case but like I, yeah. I i you don't like that kind of you have a different threshold for dark cinema dark television when it's real and i have it's found actually her, a, it's actually I've, a classy thing about you i think that you have really wonderful integrity thank you i have boundaries around crime i don't want it around yeah. me i don't want to hear about it i don't like it and i'm not talking about victimless crimes like doing drugs that's fine yeah. but like you yeah. know killing doing drugs people is fine. Yeah, <laughs> we, we're okay with it. We will watch that and we'll do that. <laughs> it's like when people are getting killed, it makes mm-hmm. me sad, even if it's fake and pretend, you know, like even especially I have a hard time with it as like a Quentin Tarantino stan. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to watch the end of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and not just because right, the movie's same. so long and I quit before the <laughs> end comes around. Long. Yeah, yeah. It's also because of it's so violent, but I don't know. Yeah, I've never seen Law and Order SVU, but what's I mean, and I'm not going to see it at this point. I don't think you should see it. And I have one other piece of housekeeping, but I also yeah. just want to say side note. And if it's, if it's not funny, cut it from the doc. At one point, all my dreams came true. And in a phase in my life when I had manifested it, foreshadow, but I had manifested completely my dream boyfriend. And it was to the point where we even had a projector like we had one of those big movie projectors as like a living room TV and you know law and order is my favorite and I would put it on almost as a lullaby but watching law and order really really huge is actually deeply upsetting because it'll be like this girl was raped and then they'll show like a a shot of like a body you know in the dumpster covered in blood but it's like when it's life-size it's actually more palpable than when it's just like on a little TV and so that was a huge no-no like don't if you're gonna watch SVU all I'm saying don't watch it on a projector yeah, it sounds really scary, especially because since they're making it for the small screen, they're going to be making it even more gory and over the top because right. people are so far away from their TV and their TV is so small. I had to so, learn that the hard way. Oof. oof. The, the last piece of housekeeping I just want to say before anybody gets me another bad review, I, I die. I die before we got another bad review. I know. So. Two episodes ago during Casey and my batch cast, I said something very, very stupid. uh, And I guess maybe racist against Russians possibly, but we were talking about Gabby Windy star of the bachelor, the winner of the bachelor was paired with Vladimir 
whatever Chermovsky. No, it's is it Val Val Chmerkovsky? Val Valentin Valentin. Okay, so yeah. I mistook that for Vladimir. What's his last name? Klitschko. Klitschko, who, and if you Google them next to each other, it's almost like one is the size of the other's leg. Like Val's, so I said that, I said that Hayden Panettiere was married to Val from Dancing with the Stars and that it was Vladimir Klitschko. So I just want to, I just want to clean that up. Vladimir Klitschko is not on Dancing with the Stars, nor is Val from Dancing with the Stars, who is partnered with Gabby, married to Hayden Panettiere. Okay, and they were in the news today too, Hayden and Val Klitschko, because she was on Red Table Talk, dude. And I saw that, yeah. Yeah, did you watch it? Um, I didn't watch it. I sent it to you like four in the morning one night, and then I took it back because I thought it was about one thing, and then I realized it was about losing her daughter, and so I was like, eh, that's not that. It was so sad. Like, the daughter's in Ukraine, and she can't get to the, I mean, she can get to the daughter, but, like, she signed over custody when she was, like, basically going through the worst parts of her addiction when she was younger. Literally, yeah. It sounds like a mess. It's really bad, yeah, but I want to say that, I, I literally thought that Vladimir Kitschko came back from the Ukraine to do Dancing with the Stars. So like this whole thing is all kind of shocking to me. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. We have to talk about this week's episode of the Kardashians again, because I know we talked a lot about Chloe last week, but it just gets darker and more sinister. It It's really hard. It's it's like it's deeply demented. So this week they revealed that obviously last week. Sorry, hold on. Are we just gonna, should I just stare at the bed the whole time? <laughs> OK, I'll so. Love. Last week, last week we saw Chloe's child being born, uh, and it was everyone cried. Everyone Let's, was devastated. Can you rephrase that? We act, last week we saw Chloe get her baby, No Name yes. Johnson, over there. We saw baby receive No Name Johnson, and Trashcan Thompson was there as oh. well. <laughs> That's what they call him on the internet, Trashcan oh Thompson. I, I gotta get on the internet. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, you should try it. Um, so. They they got the baby and the whole episode in the lead up was her finding out within days of the baby being born that or no, she found out right after they transferred the embryo into like Peggy Olson or whoever that the baby that that Tristan had gotten someone else pregnant. Peggy Olsen from Han- yeah, from Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, what is dude. her name? Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, yeah. 
No, Elizabeth Olsen is Mary Kane Olsen. No, no. Oh my God. Elizabeth. No, Elizabeth Olsen. No, Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> I have brain damage. I'm Elizabeth telling you. Moss. Moss. That's it. Elizabeth Moss <laughs> had a child for Khloe Kardashian. Elizabeth Olsen yeah. had a child for Khloe Kardashian. So that's what happened last week. This week, they revealed the first frame of the show this week. Was- no, this actually, no, this is chilling. Everybody brace yourselves if you haven't watched. This is this is chilling. The first frame was an explanation. Uh, Chloe, the, Chloe's baby was born. And now we're going back six months earlier to the rest of the season. So, which basically means they rearranged the season for ratings so that this poor baby could be born into the best rating situation possible and help the family leverage their failing show to stay on the the Hulu network longer. It is such an abomination. I can't begin to to describe. Well said, right. They actually made sure the nursery wasn't set up. The name wasn't picked. We were denying his existence until the moment we had to strap him into the car. Why? Why? The fact that it's about ratings is every, because I was, you just read my mind. I was going to say like, well, why would they do that? Oh, right. It's because that's the only storyline that actually anybody is tuning in for. And Cause then to me, it, it made it, cause I actually thought about it. I didn't even think of it in terms of ratings. I thought about it like, oh, they're making this baby the punchline, like where it's like, now you're going to see the whole six months take place where Chloe's just dreading having this baby. And then she also said some bullshit thing at the beginning of the show, which was an interview that she shot, I guess, after the whole thing was shot, apparently, where mm. she's like, yeah, like, so what you're going to watch now is back in time. And like, at that time, you know, I didn't even share with my family what was really going on because I was so ashamed. That's not true. You just showed us the phone call. Yeah, it's confusing. You, you the guys timeline are so is- fucking dumb. That's just, like, you guys are gaslighting yourselves, Kardashians. Right. So because they used the most interesting storyline for the premiere so that because when when you know when big executives are deciding whether they're going to renew shows and things like that you need a big premiere you need a big finale right that's what helps it fill in the blanks in between with viewers so they used chloe's biggest storyline for the premiere so now in this episode they have decided interrupt you why wouldn't they just use the footage of the actual docu footage where she is telling kim kim's like it's if it's not a sign I don't know what when she goes well but actually I have something to tell you why didn't they make the whole season leading up to the kid's birth because that's what it's going to be anyway because that was from last season they they stretched it out they're they're playing games with us with <sighs> the timeline so that they can get the biggest bang for their buck stretching it out over the like the that was the season finale of the first season was them finding out that Tristan had gotten someone else pregnant Okay. Yeah, but why did they show the birth of the baby then? Why couldn't they go, wow, that's fucked up. Now let's watch how it all plays out while she's pregnant and then eventually in the finale has the baby. What could they possibly have a finale about now? Uh, They're going to think of something. Well, my nightmare, my nightmare is they're going to have a fake, they're going to have some like fake reconciliation. It's like, because they've set Chloe up as the, as the protagonist of the season. So it's like, there's going to have to be some like relationship win for Chloe at the end because she already did the thing which is to like have the baby right i mean they're get just gonna the baby get well, here's what the baby what's going on is they're going 
deeper and darker every episode because they've they've latched onto this formula. And on this week's episode, they're talking about Chloe being too skinny. It's like, how dark can we go? What's it's, next? It's Kendall's so got crazy. a meth lab. Like, I mean, <laughs> what are we going to, where, where does it end? Like they're going to be showing us when Chris gets embalmed 10 years, 20 years from now, you know, uh-huh. they're going to be like cameras in with that. Like oh. we thought that the Chris Humphreys wedding was the lowest we could go. And no, no, we can also do it with childbirth. And it's like, okay, sure. They've been televising happy births for years. That's fine. That's nice. And they're now using potential eating disorders as a storyline. Like it's just, it just gets darker and darker and darker and darker. And here's my favorite thing that came out this week, this report that, um, or she said on the show, didn't she, that Tristan proposed to her before the baby was oh, born? Oh, like, yeah, I saw I'd, that. What I'd do like you to, think? I'd like to hear Tristan's version of that. I'm not really convinced. But, okay, regardless, I, I actually am convinced he's down to marry this family, not only for the alimony at the end of the day when they divorce, but also because it's great for his status. Like, he's an, he's an okay basketball player. Uh, who's attractive enough for Chloe to lay down and die for on public television. But the real issue to me was not that he had like some proposal. It's that she said no. So why do you think he now owes you his, his devotion? You didn't want to be, she can't sell us simultaneously that she expected Tristan not to lie and not to hook up with anybody else. And that she rejected his desire to actually become a official family unit. You can't have both. Right. Exactly. And I think she's so just super stupid. confused about it. It's, it's so stupid that they actually don't realize how the like opposing storylines on the shows are coming from within each character. It's like, it's not even between Chloe and anybody. It's between Chloe's one version of the story, Gemini moon and Chloe's other version of the story, Gemini moon. Right. That's so true. And I didn't even think of that. I just thought it was like her typical, like, oh no, he does love me. He does love me. He does want to make it work. Like with Courtney and Scott, they did that for years. And it's like, I'm not seeing love here. I'm not seeing that anywhere. Like I'm seeing. No, this is completely devoid of love. And Chloe, if you're telling us that he actually wanted to marry you and you at the time said, no, it's not something I would be proud of. And you have a lot to prove to me. I don't trust you then it seems like you said, no, I don't trust you. Therefore he can go live. I want to say there's a sick irony in that, like the show's, the show's rebrand is like, there's just so much meta parallel. Everything is everything going on here because the fact that the show now is not keeping up with the Kardashians, it's just the Kardashians. And this is in fact, the first season in like 25 years that is impossible not to keep up with is just it's ironic to me what do you mean this storyline we're talking about it now three weeks in a row because we've got to keep up with the kardashians and oh yeah the show anymore. because we've never seen something this dark and depressing played out for our entertainment before unless it's seemingly like- buffoonish leads yeah it's like, what is, i feel like we're watching i feel like we're watching the other side of the of the Tanya Harding movie and it's like this is like the guys before the hit getting ready it's like we're watching these Kardashians all of a sudden be completely fucking buffoonish just bumping around in their own created insecure melodrama creating 
unbelievably rich storylines that are soul crushing for the people that they are bringing into this world. And it's like, wow, you idiots, like you're going to botch this. Yeah. And it's so weird. The thing that really is striking about it to me and the reason why I am so fascinated by reality TV, especially even though, you know, when it first came out, I tried to pretend I was too good for it for years. And now I really like it because yeah, it's interesting because you couldn't write this. Couldn't. Well, you might write it in like, you know, a a movie about what is the thing by proxy or like, uh, you know, mommy, you could write mommy dearest. That's what you could write. Right. But like when you're watching something like that, and when you write fiction like that, all of the narratives have to be so really driven by a clearly identifiable goal or conflict or purpose that the character has. But when you're watching Real Housewives and when you're watching the Kardashians, these people are flailing and they have no idea what they want and they have no idea why they're doing the things that they're doing and the people behind the scenes don't know either. So you're just watching chaos and it's, you, you couldn't have it in like, you know, the closest thing to it is mad men because (laughs) they were so obtuse with the, the reasons why people were doing the things they were doing. And you really had to think about like psychologically, why would this person be doing this? Like there is no cause and effect in these reality tv universes nothing makes sense there's no well it's it's also like the danger it's like why okay this will pivot us into our next topic it's why the when we were watching pretty wild it was like we got the full nancy joe this is alexis call whereas it's, it's the danger of what happens when the stars also become like the director and the producers it's like oh you don't have to actually like like suffer the consequences of these batshit crazy actions you just get to like chop it up and post and the stars don't know what plays well. Like I can right, tell everybody's you. everybody's seeing everything through the lens of their own insecurity. So Kim's like, great, I look skinny in that one. Keep that clip of me doing something completely fucking thoughtless and demented. It's like, oh, okay. Right, like, and the, the best way to visualize the fact that stars themselves don't know what's good for them, don't know what what looks good, anything, is compare the amount of makeup on a Real Housewives or Kardashians set versus the amount of makeup and styling on an Oscar-winning film. You know? like well, it's the, like the same in a way. I mean, I'm, what are we talking about? Like Django or what are you talking about? I'm talking about, let's even look at Margot Robbie. I only say Django because of a period piece. Okay, let's look at Margot Robbie in Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. Yes, she's got tons of hair and makeup and styling, but it's unobtrusive and she just looks like a naturally gorgeous person. Thousand percent. And she probably wouldn't have styled herself that way if you said to her, Margot, put on your best hot girl outfit. It wouldn't have looked like what she wore in that movie because it would have been governed again by her own insecurities. And what you see on reality shows is this cartoonish, Mm. cartoonish level of makeup and styling because- They have no advisors. They are, there's no, there's no director coming in and saying they, they have hair and makeup people that they pay themselves who are yes men. So when Dorit says, I want to look like an alien with a slicked back braided ponytail and like extreme contouring so that my natural beauty is actually completely lost. They're just like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like if, if Dorit was in a film, she would look nothing like she looks on there. So it's just, that's part of the That's thing where yeah, I agree. You're just seeing people's insecurities play out. And it's just, I guess it just shows you how we're all go- just completely governed by our insecurities. And when you watch a piece of narrative 
film or TV that's written with a script with a director, it's creating a sense of order that in the real world does not and never will exist. 1000%. And I think it's interesting too, because the one thing that has always been like the, the media's, I feel like there's been a constant narrative of the Kardashians are bad for society because they have these totally unattainable, you know, beauty and family and blah, blah, blah standards. Whereas now I feel like, you know what, it's a good thing that we're keeping up with the Kardashians, even though that's not the name anymore, because for the first time they are giving us an example and it's not of something that we aspire to. It's actually the nightmare of how letting your insecurities govern your, your decisions, no matter how much money and power you have end up leaving you as the motherfucking loser, no matter what, like, let us learn from this, this, this sad, I cannot wait for, I think that this whole Chloe baby thing, I think this is going to be an opera. It's so tragic. It is so tragic. And if it was, like I said, all the royalties go to no name Johnson. Yeah. If it was a movie, it would look completely different from how it looks right now. It would look more natural. Yeah. Yeah. (gasps) Chilling. Thank you everyone for listening. Um, Please rate and review Space Trash on Apple Podcasts. We need this to be our living. So we need you to share the news far and wide that these bitches are talking shit with astrology mixed in. And I think you probably have at least two friends that would enjoy this. So let's triple our listenership for the month of October. Wow. Molly has become the life coach we always needed her to be. We must oblige. Yeah, Molly, let's triple our listenership this month. Let's triple it. And also we're going to be doing Marilyn Monroe's show show <laughs> the movie blonde. We're going to talk about this weekend and the Dahmer show. If so, if you guys want to do a little homework and watch that stuff, um, go for it. And then we can all follow along together. Yeah. It's like um, TV club. Yeah. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Face trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. (laughs) Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.